Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Physio Minds. I'm your host, Alex. And Theo. Today, we're going to be talking about some of our didactic, which is, which in short term means our schooling or what we learn in our books before our clinicals. So for our first semester, what we're going to talk about is the classes that we had, how to categorize them into the most Levels of difficulty. Yeah, levels of difficulty, <laughs> but also like how, which ones can you study more for less and kind of yeah. finagle it in a sense. Right. Um, and also like who to study with, how to study them, and then kind of go from there. And uh, before we get there, I want to say, what was the first class we had? Um, it was PTP, which is physical therapist practice. Okay. So our first class is physical therapy practice. It's like kind of like the 101 class. It's like, like basically it's just laws and what to do, what not to do. Mentions exactly. How to, how to uh, not be an asshole basically. <laughs> or show up or to show up on time. Right. <laughs> so, so before we even, the, my, the first day of school, I, I knew one person there and well, yeah, I knew one person for sure going to school and I had no idea if Theo got into the program yet. We're kind of just like, uh, what do we yeah, do? You, you also don't want to ask, Hey, did you get in? Because it's disappointing. You don't get in. Like, you know, right. So I didn't want to text you be like, yo, I got in. Like, did yeah. you get in? Like, you know, so it's kind of like, all right, let's wait and see, let's see what happens let's wait and see what happens and so i'm sitting in class i'm in ptp1 professors talking and it's and she it's like again it started at like eight o'clock i want to say so it's like 802 803 she knows people are gonna straggle in and here comes theo opening the door and i'm like oh my god this kid's in this class too. <laughs> i'm like so he did get accepted and he kind of just gave me the eye we're like yeah we know what's up so he sat next to me and we just started talking since then. And that's kind of like, we built our yeah. relationship from there. Yeah. So if you didn't pick up on it, um, being late is a little bit of a trend in Miami. Uh, I, I mean, I, I think I've gotten better, especially like with like, you know, my professional stuff, like, you know, being on time and stuff, because that's important. But yeah, it was, I mean, Miami traffic is tough, man. Getting from Kendall to uh, Coral Gables was like, it's been like 45 minutes that day might, might've been like 60. I try to be early, you know, <laughs> three minutes late is not bad. <laughs> three minutes late is actually pretty on time for you. And, and first, and first day, you don't really know where you're going. So, I mean, you don't want to get there early or anything. God forbid you uh, woke up <laughs> earlier. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so yeah, so our first semester we had, which was our physical therapy practice one, physical therapy practice one. We had soft tissue massage one. We had applied anatomy one, gross anatomy one, pathophysiology. Yep. We had something else, right? Yeah, PCM. Oh yeah, that's right, PCM. Practice, patient care oh, management. Patient care management, yep. And patient care management. That class, that, cl <laughs> that class did be dirty. Yep. <laughs> um, that it did <laughs> <laughs> all good times though all good times uh so basically when you're in pt school i guess like the first couple weeks few weeks you're kind of figuring out how to study and the yep. professors will really 
I guess will scare you into like you have this you live and breathe physical therapy I don't know if you remember I, this. I, I feel like they weren't wrong though like I remember like like specifically the first I think it was first or second day like we went to gross anatomy which is basically like anatomy like right and I think what we're doing we're doing spine I think we did we start with spine we started yeah with spine yep. yeah we started with spine and I'm here thinking like okay like you know they're gonna teach stuff from like scratch or whatever first day they, they brought out all the models and then we started playing with the models had to like name and anatomical landmarks and you know there were people in that class like oh this is the dens this is you know the or zygopophyseal or whatever and I'm like you know I don't know any of this like I went home I promise you like you cannot you can ask my mom because I I remember I went home and like I locked myself in my room and I spent like it must have been like eight eight hours like the on that Friday because we had Fridays off that that term yeah. And that Friday, I spent like eight hours in my room, like going over anatomy because I, I felt like I was behind first yeah. first week of school. Yeah. Uh, little, little did I know, though, it was kind of like, all right, this is what you're responsible for, for the first exam. And I was studying like like that first week. So um, that, that's a lesson to like be aware of uh, <laughs> a little bit about your surroundings and what is actually do, what is not do. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, I think that's the biggest thing is they did it on purpose though. They do it on yeah, purpose because they want you to, to really think about your profession and what you're doing. Cause it's really important to know your landmarks. It's really important to know your, your nerve sure. innervations for your muscles, origin insertion. That way you kind of know where the muscle goes, what the action will do. But I remember talking to the professor for that class and it was just like, yeah, we do this on purpose. Cause I came up to him after a week and I was like, I, I have no idea what I'm doing. Like <laughs> This is well above and beyond what I learned in undergrad. So don't feel, I mean, you will feel overwhelmed, but try it. Just remember, you're not the only person in that boat. I yeah. mean, every every person in, that, in the class was thinking the same thing you were. Is like, what the f- is going on? Is basically what we said. <laughs> right. Right. It, it was kind of crazy, but. And honestly, it's it's good to be a little overwhelmed because, uh, and it depends on how you deal with it. But like I know for me, like I f- like if I feel overwhelmed or I feel behind, like I I know like I sit down and like I I study. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and I, and honestly, like studying grows. Like if there's for me, and maybe you know you think differently, but for me, the most important class in all of PT school is gross anatomy. Like. Yeah. I think 75% of what we do is anatomy. Like if you know your anatomy well, like you'll be able to get the patient better. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that goes with like gross one and gross two. So like gross one was more upper extremity. Was it upper extremity or more the spine? And then I think it was upper extremity. It was, it was the spine and upper extremity. And I think gross two was like, was like lower extremity, the organs and oh, really? and um the skull yeah i think yeah yeah that's right yeah um but yeah gross gross was by far i think the most difficult class along with pathophys but yeah it's pathophysiology is just a tough class in general there's so it's it's memorization too it's like you know but it's a lot yeah it is a lot you have to understand physiology and then you have to understand like how it can go wrong Right. That's tough, right? Like, yeah. and plus, 
it, it, and I think what makes it tough too is that it's, you're still figuring yourself out, right? Like you're still figuring out how you study, how you learn. You're still figuring out PT school. Um, yeah. Like you're in a new, for some people, you're in a new city, you're in a new state, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so all that, you know, makes it more difficult. And, you know, it was great having like, like friends like Alex or whatever, um, that we could just like, we studied together, you know, like we talked about, we talked through things, we studied together, like for every class, every test, there would be like, like FaceTime calls, like reviews. um. Do you remember, we used to, so I don't know what class it was, but I remember I was, I would send you text messages saying like, oh, what is, what is the innervation of this muscle? And we go back and forth just for shits and giggles just to be like yo stay on top of your stuff yeah and and there was like other i think it was that during applied anatomy one and i think it was like the final Mm -hmm. and i think we were going through like all right like what is this muscle all right what's this muscle called where it's attachments what is the innervation and it was kind of like you point out a muscle and then you kind of have to like like we don't even ask you just spit it out you know what i mean like yeah (laughs) <laughs> like you, you got to tell me attach all the attachment sites all the innervation like the innervation segmental innervation like not just what the nerve is but like you know what brand like where is it coming out of right like is it c5 yeah. c6 is it c5 c6 c7 yeah so and once you once you went forwards meaning you went from the spinal cord out to the roots out to everything else to the peripherals basically we'd be like okay cool now you know it that way let's go backwards and you're just like what <laughs> yeah you gotta that's how you gotta know it though you have to know every like forward backwards in and out um yeah, yeah now now when you go to the clinic and they're like oh by the way you know there's a spinal cord injury at l1 you're like okay well what's that l1 what attack yeah. like you have to think of everything below that if it's a complete spinal cord injury you're like okay what is gone or what is still left over right. or if it's partial you're like okay what or are we working with it mm-hmm. it comes in handy definitely does honestly i think and I, I we're getting a little off topic we need to yeah, yeah. Track, but just just last thing like i think the hardest part now like once you learn because learning anatomy is like learning a, a new language straight up like it's it's you're you're talking a different language like people do not understand you when you speak and i think that's one of the difficulties that i've come across like in clinicals like mm-hmm. i i know my stuff and i'm confident in what i say but the patients don't understand me sometimes because I'm like, oh, like, you know, you have a nerve entrapment, you know, here, or we need to work on proximal stability for distal mobility. And they're looking at me like, what are you talking about, dude? Like, you know what I mean? So one of my challenges and like something I'm trying to get better and I'm, I'm improving, you know, but like patient friendly language. Yeah. Explain yeah. it, like dumb it down like a hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like it's, and, and I told my CI actually, I told her, I was like, look, like, it's crazy because I knew I knew how to explain it. Like I obviously didn't know this two years, two three years ago, and like I knew the words. Now I have I have difficulty coming up with like how to explain it in like patient friendly or like layman's language. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's tough to do, and I just try to listen to my CIs and kind of see what they're doing or what other physical therapists are saying, and be like, oh, I can I could use that. That sounds like a good analogy or something. Well, of um so let's move let's move away from gross because we could sit here and talk about gross all day. All day. <laughs> um let's do let's do applied anatomy and soft tissue i think soft tissue is like the best class so 
that it, it was the best class to have for the the end of the week because yeah. you come in you know you have your gross whatever monday with applied anatomy and then ptp or whatever it was and then the last class of the week was soft tissue, tissue massage and this is kind of your class where you really just learn how to put your hands on the patient in like a <laughs> in a skillful way <laughs> yeah it was really it was i, I don't think it was it was educational. Um, I, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't think I use, it's very rare that I use some of those techniques that we learned. Yeah, me too. Um, and it was, it was really just to like get you comfortable with one, seeing skin, right? Yeah. Asking people to take their clothes off, right? putting your hands on someone and understanding like there's like layers, right? There's like depth, that you, you, you have to like go for different techniques and kind of understanding that. But um, again, like those techniques, I, I typically don't use them. The amount, of time, the amount of times you and I goofed off and applied in soft tissue, I'm surprised we yeah. didn't get kicked out. <laughs> like applied, I, I, I don't know. I remember taking applied pretty seriously. Um, but soft tissue, I mean... It was, it was basically massage. Soft tissue one was basically like, can, can you touch someone like and watch where your hands are going so you don't get to any inappropriate areas? And like, if you could do that, you pass soft tissue. Right, right. And a lot of it is you'll realize the first time you put your hands on a patient, because Theo and I were partners. So you're like, oh, okay, I can, I can put my hands on a male, whatever, and go through everything. Mm -hmm. But what, what if you switch the roles? What if a female right. therapist is working on you? Or what if you're working on a female? So now you have to right. figure out, you know, what is the proper way to drape them? What is the proper mm -hmm. way to be able to touch them in an appropriate manner? And, and, your, and your body mechanics too. Like, um, I was actually talking about this the other day. Um, sometimes like even instructors, like when they're teaching like a mobile or a manip, like they're like, they're, they have, they put them, their hands in a position and then they turn away to the class and like their junk is like right in front of the person's face. You know what I mean? Male or female, like no one wants that. You know what I mean? So you just gotta be like always aware, you know, of like where you are, where your body parts are in space and where the patient is. Right. And always ask for permission. Always, yep. ask, for permission. always ask for consent. Always asking. Before you do anything, you walk in the room. Do I have your consent to proceed after you tell them what you're thinking of doing? And then, and then you lock the table. <laughs> and then you lock the table. That's actually really true because there was almost uh, an incident that I heard about where a pain, you know those massage tables you buy. We buy for for school. Yeah, yeah. Flimsy, and if you sit towards the edge, it'll kind of tip over. So tip over. Yeah. <laughs> well, you just have to be careful because a patient can sit at the edge of that and they can tip it over if they put their weight in the right spot. So just be careful of that stuff. Um yeah, I think the other class that is also pretty big, the first term is PCM. <laughs> peer management. And that's that's where the lock to table joke comes from, because PCM is uh yeah it's patient care management it's it's a lot of safety stuff it's how to handle um patients safely how to teach them to walk with crutches how to go up and down stairs how to get them transfers from bed to wheelchair chair, wheelchair to bed mm -hmm. um 
and it's if you if you basically don't autofill you pass the class and what i mean by that there's like autofill is you autofill for safety and that goes all of pt school yeah but especially for pcm if you if you don't autofill you're on your way you know like you're passing um and auto what's auto failing not locking the bed not locking the bed not wearing not putting on a gate belt right um letting go of the gate belt letting go of the gate belt 100 percent um breaking breaking precautions a post-op patients and you'll you'll learn about that whatever when when you get there but um yeah yeah so just don't autofill man that's it (laughs) don't do it (laughs) just don't do it yeah and unfortunately sometimes depending on your proctor they've gotten better they've gotten better uh depending on your proctor one can be more um strict than others but 100 percent. sometimes sometimes when the proctor's writing something they don't catch everything so sometimes they'll record you for school like you'll they'll have like a camera and they'll go back and see what you did and right. and kind of before they autofill you you really they really look into it to make sure like should i have autofilled him or her or should are they allowed are they safe enough to take care of a patient and pass and and in the end i think it's like also important to know that you know i would rather than be more strict than less strict right especially like you know we're, we're dealing with like you know sick people you know people that are in pain um so it's good we have to be safe you know and and i like to know that not just me because i know i'm always going to try and be safe you know to the best of my abilities um Right. And, but it's good to know that as a profession, right? Like PTs are going to become like, now we're become a doctor program. So like, you want to know that all PTs are going to be safe, right? So they don't make me look bad, you know? Right. Right. Um, so I, I do like that. It's a little rigorous and like, they check you, right? They have the camera now. It's like, if they didn't catch it, they go back and catch it. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I guess let's let's talk about some uh, some tips and tricks either in the clinical setting or in the uh, in the school setting. Okay. So for me, I went to uh, tutoring. It's o- tutoring is open for anybody who wants to come. You don't have to be there if you're getting straight A's or something. But I found it beneficial because a lot of the tutors were older. Uh, class, class, uh, classmates, I guess you can call them or older, um, a cohort that's been there longer than this, a little yeah. more experience, basically like the seniors and juniors of the college or the graduate school. So a lot of them, you know, they, they've experienced what you're going through. They've most of those individuals that are tutors either, um, I mean, most of them pass the class 90, hundred percent of pass the class, but they pass the class with an A or B plus, I believe, um, enough. And so these individuals are excellent. They're really good at explaining things. And I went to tutoring a lot. And that's something where even if I knew the concepts, I still went to tutoring because I can talk to the upperclassmen. That's the word, upperclassmen. I like that. Um, I could talk to the upperclassmen and I could ask them questions that I either wasn't comfortable asking the professor or I had already asked the professor too, too many times that I still don't understand the concept. 
And if that's the case, usually I call Theo up and we try to figure it out. But if we didn't figure it out, I go to the tutors and either we would talk about stuff we didn't understand. And if we both didn't understand it after I've seen the professor, we go to tutors and be like, all right, you need to explain how our arterial flows from the heart to your right arm or something. Right. So it's kind of things like that. Yeah. And it, it also like people learn differently, you know, people uh, explain things differently. So it's good to like hear it multiple times, many different ways, especially because you might understand it already. And, and again, it goes back to that patient friendly language, mm-hmm. but you might not be able to explain it to a patient in terms they can understand. So hearing it, in that patient-friendly language or hearing it multiple times from, you know, different ways to say the same thing, you know, it's always helpful, always. Right, right, right. And a lot of the times when, uh, I mean, so going to tutoring, I think that is, that's really good. That's just my opinion. If you don't like tutoring, then you could always get a one-on-one thing. I, I really like what our school does where you can get a mentor as well. So either that person is a semester above you, it could be a few semesters, but they, they're always very friendly and they're always, most of them are very friendly and nice and they'll be like, hey, this is what you need to get in line. Welcome to PT school. This is what you need yeah. to do and kind of like show you the ropes of what you need to do for throughout the didactic terms and clinical terms. Because for me, it was a big trans, like you can tell where your undergrad level studies were. You might've studied some nights. You might've been like, going out other nights you might have yeah it's it's completely different you you really have to know your stuff it's not like oh you can half-ass it and and know it yeah I always like I mean like I skated by kind of like in in undergrad like you know I would study for tests or whatever and you know said right yeah PT schools like I, I had to study like like I was studying every day right off days on days didn't make it like doesn't matter if you were like eight hours in class, one hour class, hat off, like we were doing something. Like right. whether, you know, not, you're not going to study every day, eight hours, but you know, you're going to be doing something every day. Right. Even if it's like you said, 20, 30 minutes or an hour or something. I don't know if you said that, but even if it's just a little bit, because for me, my attention span after I think an hour and a half, two hours, just sitting there straight, studying the same thing. I kind of need to stand up, walk around, eat something, kind of yeah. interact with other individuals. Right. And you'll see that. I mean, our school was pretty good at, you can talk to anybody. You could ask anybody walking down the hall and you'd be like, hey, are you a PT student? They're like, oh yeah, I'm a PT student too. So you talk, interact with them and you'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm in this class now. Do you have any suggestions or tips or do you, what do you know about this concept? And then boom, they'll either know it or they don't, but if they do know it, they'll help you out. Right. Um, other things is like take advantage of, uh, what is it called uh, office hours if you have office if the professors have office hours or if they have open lab that's also something good to go to especially with gross anatomy mm-hmm. i know a lot of the times we would we would go in there and we just quiz each other yeah. just ask each other okay i i know these 10 identified structures show me these 10 of 10 structures then you go through okay this is this this is this yep and honestly even like the the open not the open lab, which are called like um, where they had like the rooms available and they had like someone like, oh, like study rooms. No, not the study rooms. It was the where they had like the treatment tables. So like we basically take advantage. What I'm trying to get at is like take advantage of 
you know, the treatment tables that like, you know, move up and down, whatever, they, they're like adjustable. Um, Cause a lot of like RPT education happened like during COVID. So we didn't, we didn't have a lot of that. Um, and it would have been great <laughs> for like body mechanics, you know, labs in general, right? Like in-person labs, like where the professor can like put his hands or her hands over your hands and be like, okay, like this is what you do, right? Like this is what it, what it looks like rather yeah. than like seeing it through a camera. So, you know, just take advantage of all your resources. Yeah. For sure. And honestly, it sounds weird, but put your hands on as many patients as you can. Even if you don't know what you're supposed to be feeling, because a lot of times we're supposed to be di feeling different end feels if it's uh, for joint mobility and stuff, or even if you're palpating a tendon or if you're palpating bone or a nerve or something like that, you're just get your hands on a patient and feel it because one day it just might click and you're like, oh, wow. So that's what so-and-so is supposed to feel like. Right. So this is what this is supposed to feel like. 100%. And I think the best example for that is the lumbar spine. So the low back. And I think that's that's the one area that, because I, I, again, like we're very manual heavy. Like I, I love doing joint, joint molds. Like I see a lot of benefits to them. Mm -hmm. um, but the low back, man, I'm going to tell you right now, like for me, like that's the hardest to feel, especially with, you know, when you're working with healthy, like, like your classmates or like healthy people like you can you know be able to feel the bones you know separating and things like that but a lot of our patients aren't that you know a lot of our patients are you know overweight um they're you know have a lot of soft tissue to put it nicely over the spine so you're trying to feel very subtle motions through like layers of skin right you know and it's tough and just having that like a lot of practice that repetition um eventually you're going to be able to like notice these subtle changes and these subtle um and and you know in motion so right. you know keep practicing even if you don't like for me i incorporate it into my exam for like low back patient i might not get anything useful out of it right but it's again it's that repetition right and eventually i'm going to get something useful out of it and like i'm going to be able to help my patient so the the one two minutes that it takes to go through like uh, the joint mobility of the spine is definitely worth it yeah absolutely yeah Theo, you, you brought up a really good point which is repetition 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 and they've instilled it into us is i didn't think it was true until we we would get together and i and i would do so many things on theo when it becomes the joint mode that sounds wrong <laughs> but I would, I would perform a lot of joint mobilizations soft tissue whatever it need, like i had to do in order to practice but then i go okay theo and i move on to the next person i would go to jasmine or i'll go to courtney i'd go to julie i just go to anybody who i can get my hands on i go across the room and meet somebody else who i didn't know the first term but hey let me put my hands on you if that's if you're comfortable with that because everybody, everybody's different, you know, everybody's going to be, some people are loosey-goosey, you know, some are, are just stiffer in general, and you always have to, like, you you want to have a, a, an understanding of what is normal, so you can, like, figure out what is abnormal, right? right. Um, and, I mean, of course, always compare bilaterally, so. Always compare bilaterally. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Uh, do you have any other, other tips and tricks you want to give them? about uh um, 
I mean, just in terms of studying, like, I think for us, it was, like, very helpful, like, when we we're doing review sessions, like, for, I don't want to say every exam, but, like, most exams, especially, like, the bigger exams, gross anatomy, uh, cardiopome, uh, I don't, actually, I don't think we did for cardiopome, but, like, neuro, um, uh, ortho classes, things like that, like, we would meet, you know, the day before the exam, and, like, uh, we'd have, like, a FaceTime call or whatever, and it was, like, mm-hmm. me, Alex, Jasmine, Courtney, uh, Julian, they would all, like, get on the call, and, like, we just go through questions, right? Like, at this point, like, everybody studied, you should know things, we go through questions, explain concepts, you know, figure out the gaps in knowledge, and I think one that's helped us succeed individually and as a group, you know, like, as a group, we've, we, we all do well, and, you know, I'm confident that, you know, we all know, like, I'm, I'm confident with anyone treating my mother from our group, you know what I mean? Like, and that's kind of how I rate a, P, a PT, like, would I want you to work on my mother? Right. You know, like, if my mom has back pain, knee pain, whatever, like, am I comfortable with you treating her? Exactly. And I can say for, like, the group that we study with, at least, like, I am, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very true. That's very, very true. Oh man, I, w- I was just talking to a couple of PTs and they're like, man, I haven't really done a lot of manual therapy or manipulations in a while. Do you want to go over it? So now what I've been doing is over lunch break. I mean, we have an hour, so I don't need an hour to eat lunch. So I'll eat my lunch, maybe 20 minutes, 25. The rest of the time, I'm either looking at uh, old material that we went over or I just go and I practice now. Right. So that's something that yeah i'm constantly reviewing like i'm like if i especially if i don't know something i'm going back and i'm and i'm 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 researching if i'm seeing a patient like a a a diagnosis i've never seen before i'm gonna go back and look at it um i'm during our slow hours or whatever because i don't don't have a lot of like a long time for lunch sometimes Mm -hmm. i don't even need lunch because like i'm busy like i'd rather finish my notes and eat lunch because i don't want to do notes at home for example um so like when but when we're slow like i'll get like our receptionist um you know at the clinic or i'll get another pt or you know get someone because i work in a in a gym actually too so i'll get like a personal trainer or something like, hey come here like let me try this like this mob on you or this manip or you know mm-hmm. you know just practice makes perfect you know what i mean and like you want to be on point with your with your interventions when you're doing them on a patient exactly I agree. And then uh, just to kind of wrap this up real quick, as much studying as we did, we also had fun. So you'll find out your group of individuals or the people that you want to hang out the most with are the people that you're going to basically see throughout your two and a half years and or three years. And just don't don't forget, have fun, do what you love, love what you do. And enjoy yeah. the time because it it flew by. I don't know about you, man. It it yeah, flew no, by. It, it did. It did. And honestly, like I I live by the work hard, play hard. Just as hard as I work, you know, I go and like I go out. You know, I play soccer, go to the gym. Like it's it's for your mental health, really. Like you cannot be studying, you know, and because basically school is like your full time job when you're in PT school, and it's kind of like we're working like sixty hours a week, seventy right. hours a week studying whatever, like you need a break, you know, that's not sustainable. So, you know, go, go to that happy hour. You know what I mean? You know, get, get yeah. like treat yourself with some food, you know, go to the gym, 
play soccer, whatever it is, do it. Yeah. Whatever makes you happy, whatever, you know, listen to music, whatever it is, get it done. Exactly, exactly. What, were you, what would you say were your top three things you would like to do for when you had downtime or to kind of get your mind off of school? For me, uh, the gym was like, was a must. Like I, whatever I was doing that day, like I had, unless I was super tired, uh, I'm going to the gym. And yeah. like, I need that for my mental health. Um, mm -hmm. So that was, that's a standard. That would be number one for me. Uh, number two, definitely happy hour. Big fan. <laughs> Big fan of happy hour. Cheap drinks. The food cheap. Yeah. You know, um, great company as always. Oh. Um, Plus you meet so many, so many other people that are yeah. not only within your cohort, but you'll meet other people or like uh, upperclassmen or underclassmen. You'll kind of right. meet, Occup you know, meet people like occupational therapists, whatever as well, you know, um, yeah, man. And then one and more. Honestly, and honestly, naps. <laughs> big, like you can, yeah. I mean, and you can probably attest to this. Like, I'm always taking a nap. Like every time you would call me, I'm like, yeah, I'm waking up from a nap. Yeah, I mean, like, like, I'd call Theo, and I'm like, hey, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I just laid down and took a nap, bro. Yeah. Thirty minutes to an hour. I'm like, yeah, no, bro. We <laughs> no, I'm taking naps between classes. After I'm taking like, again, we're working full time, but like. It was, it was also nice, like, doing it, like, virtual was kind of nice because, like, I'm taking a nap from between classes. I take one nap, and then I take a nap, like, around after class, like, around 5, I'm taking a nap, you know, and then I start studying again after that, like, at 6 o'clock, I'm studying off. 6 Yeah. <laughs> so, whatever, no, man. That's always good. Hey, it works for me, so I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> but you can only take naps at work. They should have, like, yeah. nap pods or something. I mean, I, I'm going to be honest with you. They got pillows. I'm pretty <laughs> sure they got a, I don't know if they got a blanket, but they got a bed. I mean, you have, okay, sheet, okay. you have sheets. What's that? You have sheets, like for your bed or no? No, we don't actually. That, that, that was something that was weird. I was like, how do I drape this patient? And they're like, oh, like there, we have a private treatment room or whatever. I was like, okay, I guess I'll use like pillowcases. Like, you know, <laughs> that's, a, that's a story for a different time. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. So we're going to wrap it up here. This is our second episode of talking about didactic study tips and uh, just have fun. Have fun in PT school. It goes by fast. Probably yeah. my best three years that I've ever had. Yeah, you're going to make great friends. So enjoy it. Really? You really do. Um, all right. Yeah. So join us for episode three. Episode three will be coming out soon. Episode three will be on what topic would you like to discuss Theo um I think we should discuss clinicals I think we talked a little bit about didactics and you know of course if you guys got any other questions about I know we talked a little bit about applying PT school uh didactics so like the educational component of PT school um if you guys got any questions more specific about certain classes you know we can you can shoot us a DM or whatever and like we'll answer those and maybe talk about them on the on the podcast uh, but I think we can start getting into like more clinical stuff um, next next uh, episode. Awesome. Sounds good. Thank you, everyone, for joining in. We really appreciate it. And we'll see you next time on uh, Physio Minds. Thank you. Thanks.